This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for shining on today. Psychic medium and licensed therapist Vincent Jenna is here with some interesting thoughts about Adam and Eve, ADD, even drug overdoses. We'll cover the butterflies and the coin messages too. Some of this may not fall right on your ears, but we'll touch back. First, Vincent Jenna, what do people want when they come to see you? Everything. They want to know everything. They want to know their future. They want to know if they've got hope. They want to know if their dreams are going to come to pass, if they're going to make any money, if they're going to fall in love, if they're going to get the job that they want. Everything that's important to us in life is the reason why people seek out guidance from a psychic and a medium. And they also want to know if they were loved. That's mm. the major reason for connecting with a medium. Because you can connect to the other side, and they come in with questions like, oh, is mom okay, or is dad okay, is my husband or wife okay? And I'm like, that's not your question. If yeah. you're coming to a medium, you're believing in the afterlife. If you believe in the afterlife, do you believe they're in hell? No, I don't believe in hell. Okay, so then what is your question? It's whether they were lovable, whether they were a good son, a good spouse, a good husband. They just want to find love. And and so they're seeking that all out in all aspects of psychic mediumship. Wow, yeah. that's so simply put. Everybody, whether we're here or there, we're all looking for love. That's right. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> and if it's not expressed enough while we're here, that's why they keep seeking it once we get to the other side and for both ends for both parties spirits on the other side have a need to come in to make sure that they know that their loved ones because they get to see the full picture when they get to the other side and it's like oh my god I should have had a V8 type of thing <laughs> smack in the head realizing all the things they neglected to do or say and so now they want to say it on the other side so us mediums have been very busy lately I believe it alright so people on the other side then can feel guilt can feel that they didn't get it right right therefore can they can they what's the, what's the phrase i'm thinking for can they make it up to us Oh, yeah. Can they evolve and grow from that? Yes. Yes, they can. And they try to. They watch over us. They're the ones that are whispering in our ears, don't go down that block, or don't go to that party, or don't date that guy. Um, they, they, they help us out as much as possible. They want us to feel uh, that there's somebody else there. They try desperately to let us know that they're watching over us. They send us birds, butterflies, pennies or dimes on the ground, um, all of those types of messages that we get from beyond that sometimes and most of the time we overlook. Mm -hmm. But yes, they can make it up. And they also, there is the concept of restitution versus retribution. We're a very retributive society, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth kind of thing. Um, it's even the reason why we set ourselves up with such bad learning experiences when we come in to incarnate here to take care of some karma. But all restitution is, is knowing in your heart that you didn't maybe, maybe make the higher choices, that you made some lower choices, and you realize, hmm, 
that's not a good thing. And that alone can heal you. And then sending love to everybody down on earth, that's the other part of it. So, yeah, it's not like you have to go through any type of uh, rigorous classes up there and detention or timeouts. That's the difference. It's very Mm -hmm. loving and supporting up there. And it goes based on your feeling, not any rules or regulations. Okay. Now, you said we set ourselves up for some of the lessons in this lifetime? Yes, we do. Um, Just like when we're here and we want to go to college, okay, because there's a degree. We want to become a lawyer, right? Oh, but we want to do public health at the same time. So we're going to double major, and we're going to do it all within a year and a half instead of the four years that it normally takes, right? So we jam in all the courses because we feel gung-ho. We want to get that degree so desperately, right? We're willing to do anything. And then while we're in school, it's knocking us in the butt, and we drop out of class. Sometimes we even drop out of school right? That's exactly so. If we're capable of doing that while we're in the limited version of our lives, can you imagine the courses that we would set up for ourselves when we feel completely unlimited on the other side? So we're sitting there going, I can take that on. I'm going to make up for the the lifetime where I was a soldier and I killed all these people in Rome. You know, I'm going to make up for the time that I abused or made fun of fat people. I'm going to make uh, make up for this and that. And so we'll take Take on extra classes and, 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 and situations here to try to make up for things, but it actually is not a good idea. Karma is not a law, it's a principle. And like I said, if you can be restitute and feel, oh, I didn't make good choices, then you don't have to put yourself through something. But we have pure examples of that, Casey, down here on Earth. Yeah. You, you think, of, think of a couple of guys, they're playing football or, and, and they're roughhousing with each other, and they're friends, right? And one accidentally elbows the other guy in the eye. Right. Oh, my God, my friend, and he's hurting. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. What does the one guy do? He turns around, he says, go ahead, punch me. Punch me in the arm real hard. Well, punch me in the face. Go ahead, get me back. It's okay. I I can take it. I I need you to do that, right? We see that. We see that with kids. We see that with adults. So can you imagine on the other side how we feel when we want to make up for things, right? right? So that's why we do that. Vincent Jenna, the solution psychic, is our guest. What is our end game? We want to come down and get all these degrees and then we're the best? Oh, we keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth because we keep evolving. That was the greatest plan, and it's all based on the law of physics. The law of physics says that once something is put in motion by an energy, only an equal to or greater force can change the direction or stop it. Well, we were put in a forward motion from creation by source, by the power, by God, whatever you want to call it, by the the great power that's out there, right? And once we were put in that forward motion, we can never stop or go backwards. We can put the brakes on, but we can't stop it completely. So we're constantly moving forward. So we're constantly evolving. And once we evolve and come back to the oneness on the other side, we experience each other's experiences, especially the positive ones. We grow even more from that sharing. We come back, we do it again. So we're constantly growing. We're constantly repotting the plant, and the plant is going to keep growing into the most giant tree that you can imagine. Okay. And it never ends. All right. I'm going to tell you this. I've said it before on this program. Sometimes I think I'm a reluctant traveler this time around. I think I was happy where I was. Is that crazy? I that know. might be crazy. 
No, Casey, that's not crazy, and I'll tell you why. Because your soul is telling you deep down inside, this is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. I will say this, the way things are going on the earth today is exactly not what was planned and not what was expected. But because of free will, we're capable of making all the choices we want, high or low, good or bad. And we're not making the highest of choices and we're hurting each other. And we see that and feel that. So you're, you're actually not among a minority of people. There's actually more of a majority of people that are wishing we can start all over, mm -hmm. that we can clear the slate, that we can go back home. And people are leaving left and right, by the way, which is the reason why you hear of so many deaths mm -hmm. and ridiculous ones. I used to be a hospice social worker and people were dying back then when I was a hospice social worker from the most ridiculous diseases. Cancer of the fingernail, mm. cancer of the tongue, right? Now today, it's even more so. Young people dying of aneurysms. Um, their hearts just stop. It, it, they're leaving. People don't want to be around here. But, but this can be paradise. This can be heaven because that's what we were told. The kingdom of heaven is within us it's not a place and so right. we can turn it around and kind of that's what fuels me the more i watch tv the more empowered i feel to want to get out there and help and to be able to do shows like you you are part of the help and the cure you do understand that i hope you understand that case well this is why i do it this this saves me this keeps me getting out of bed absolutely absolutely because you're touching hearts and souls and you're making a difference and as long as people keep hearing this information they feel hope right. and as long as they feel hope they can make that turn around. And people like you, Vincent Jenna, the solution psychic, you touch my heart, so thank you. I want to jump back to what you said about karma. You said karma's a this, but it's not a that. I just want to clarify. Okay. We always said, and, and some previous information back in the Eastern world always said that karma is a law. What goes around comes around. Right. Okay. Y yes, in a way, but you have to go along with that as well. Okay, um, so like I said, you can actually stop the process of karma by admitting and understanding some of the things that you did that not being good choices. Once you do that, the law of mercy takes over. Ooh, there's a law like of gravity, it. there's a law of attraction, there's the law of mercy. And that law states that you don't have to go through hell to make up for anything. You just have to grow from it, grow from the experience, grow from the mistake or the lower choice. If you do, then you, you actually can move on and evolve without any pain, suffering, or sorrow in that way. Mm -hmm. However, if you don't, then you're setting yourself up automatically, okay? So it's not a law, it's just a principle, and it does not have to be followed. Matter of fact, I wish we would break it and stop following it, because the harder the classes we choose for ourselves when we come back, the greater the chance we're pushed away from Source and God and our higher self, not drawn to it. Say that again. I mean, Say that again. Okay. The harder the classes we make for ourselves when we come down here on Earth, the more of a chance we will push ourselves away from the higher Source and God rather than draw ourselves to it. Right. Pain separates us from God. Not ego, by the way. Ego does do nothing except identify ourselves from each other. 
It's the pain. It's the defense mechanisms. That's what separates us. And lack of feeling loved separates us. The story of Cain and Abel is a metaphoric and metaphysical story for us to understand what can happen to us when we separate from our higher selves. In the Bible, whenever you hear Adam and Eve, that is a representation of the God source. The divine feminine and the divine masculine together represents the higher source that we have inside of us. When you're attached to that higher self, you feel attended to, you feel loved, you feel warm, you feel loving, you feel kind, you feel like able. When you're detached from that source, you feel neglected, you feel abandoned, you feel resentful, you feel angry, you feel like came. Wow. Now that anger and resentment can overpower and overtake that able with inside of you and kill it off. So that all you do is want to lash out now at the world, but it's all because of that detachment from your higher self and not realizing your magnificence. And the stories that people have gone through, see, that's what I get to hear is all those stories. And it's, it's unbelievable that there is any hope for people because of the stories that they've been going through. It really is sad, but at least I know that there's always possibilities. There's always a possibility of change and turnaround, right? Mm-hmm. But the stories detach people so far, they don't even know that they're worth anything. anything. Right, right. They're so separated from their source. We're talking to Vincent Jenna, the solution psychic and also a licensed psychotherapist. You've been busy in this lifetime. Well, I wanted to fully understand the human mind. Besides not understanding the soul and the depth of who we are, I wanted to understand all of that. So when I'm working with somebody, I can go. That's what makes me sep- really separates me as the solution psychic. And I'm a deeper psychic. I can go where other psychics won't go because I know the workings of the mind and developmental stages and all of that. So I can get in there deep. Usually a session with me in one hour is about 10 hours or 10 weeks worth of psychology therapy. You get to the heart of it. I get to the heart of it right away. You are talking to uh, Westchester and the Hudson Valley at this moment, but then this goes out to a podcast all over the world. But here in this corner of the Northeast, we have lost so many young people to drug overdoses. And And I'm going to say accidental drug overdoses. No one wants to be an addict, or many people don't want to be an addict and die of this. What do we say to those parents? There's two. I can give the psychotherapeutic part. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with you. It's life. It's part of, of, of what can happen, a path that a person goes down that isn't necessarily positive. And because of drugs being so strong and taking over, it was difficult for your son or daughter to think correctly and process things. And you could do nothing. The person always needs to be able to help themselves. Um, That is the psychotherapeutic part, Mm -hmm. okay? The spiritual part is some way, somehow, he went off path, she went off path. Um, The drug use is always a result, okay? Any type of substance abuse whatsoever is a result of an issue, not the issue itself. 
Right. Okay? It's the result. It's a result of being unhappy. It's a result of feeling worthless. It's a result of not feeling lovable. Maybe this child required more, and, and, and parents weren't able to give this child as much as the child needed. And, and you don't know those things sometimes. You know, you do the best you can to raise children. But I do have to say this, and I'm not going to completely cushion for all parents, because not all parents have their hearts where they're supposed to be. And it, it, now, it, I mean, we can say that for uh, those that absolutely have unconditional love for their children, it's a completely different story. But there are those that did not have children for the sake of bringing in a loving soul and watching and having the joy of watching that child grow up. They brought in children because they weren't careful, because they were promiscuous, because they needed something to complete their lives, or they didn't even have a purpose in life. So being a parent or being a mother would distract them and at least give them something to do. We've got to understand that that does go on and happen in the world. Or the breaking up of homes, and, and there are so many single parents in the world today, but people have to understand children require two parents. Two, not one. There's always going to be some type of injury or scar that has to be healed or worked on through any type of divorce. I don't care how resilient they say children are. There is a need, an emotional need we have as spirits and souls. And that's the reason why we come down is to experience that emotion, to experience ourselves and love in fullness and wholeness, okay? Plus, there's the other aspect of we may have set ourselves up to attempt to grow, right. okay? So we put ourselves in a situation when we incarnated here that would move us towards substance, but give us the chance to make the better choice this time or grow from that substance abuse. There have been so many luminaries in the world today that started out in that place, that started out as drug abusers, substance abusers. I mean, the, who are the ones that are, de are developing and running these programs? They were all substance abusers from the past that have gotten over it. Now they're teaching others how to be able to do the same thing. Right. right? They won't so, Yes, right. So, so there are those circumstances as well. But I'm telling you right now, people are turning to substances and kids are turning to substances because they're lost. Right. They are lost. They're not on a path. They don't feel loved. They don't feel necessary. The, the least important member of our society today is the child until they're about 22, 23 years old. We don't we have, value our children. We don't value our children, and we push them out of the way. Back in the old days, we needed our children, right, to help run the farms, the responsibility of taking care of the community. Now, I mean, if you ever study criminology, which I did, um, it, young people um, start crime and become criminals the most because they have nothing to do. They have nothing to do. So now you've got the ones, they're either joining the service because they have nothing to do, they're getting in trouble, they're using drugs and substances, right? Because we don't put them in value, of value need. And we do need our children because they're going to run the rest of the world right. after we're gone. We haven't shown them their goodness and connection to source, or they're not Absolutely, absolutely. They are magnificent. And, and it used to be that it wasn't two people raising a child. First of all, we have the capacity to have children at 13 years old. Why? 
because that's when we're supposed to have them. Right. That's when the woman's body is going to suffer the least. It has the most energy. It's in its beginning stages of reproduction, right? Not at 40 years old. But at 13, 14, 15. But and, and we're not suggesting that today. No, no, absolutely not, because this isn't the society that we used to be. Yeah. Then again, these children didn't raise their own children. The entire community did. Yeah. There were 20, 30 people in one area taking care of one child at a time. So this kid got all the love it needed and attention it needed. Attention deficit disorder, which is one of the most prevalent disorders amongst children today, has nothing to do with a brain dysfunction. It's exactly that, attention deficit. They've been not given enough attention. That's right. There's a program out there where the parents are required to spend 40 hours a week with the child doing educational programs as well as social programs, and all of a sudden the kid becomes healed of ADD. What's the variable? The variable is the attention that both parents are giving the child. Now we have both parents having to work because of the way our society has gone. There is a cure, and there's a heal to all of this. We just have to start with inside of each of us, Casey. And love, love, love. All right. Love, um, love, love. The, the, the birds and the butterflies and the dimes and the pennies and the signs. Skeptics will say, well, of course there's birds and butterflies everywhere. How do I know this is a message for me? And a skeptic doesn't have to worry about it because it won't be a message for him <laughs> or her, right? But it's, it's really interesting. We all love butterflies, and, and, and butterfly actually has a very metaphoric meaning to us. Um, it starts out as a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, and then it comes out of that cocoon and becomes this magnificent butterfly, which is a representation of who we are. Because of that, because of the importance that the butterfly has become to us, and, and it's a simple type of, of, of living thing to direct energetically from the other side. Literally, the energy can direct a butterfly to come around and hang around more. So, yes, you, um, mom, mom is deceased now, and she happened to love butterflies, and all of a sudden, all you see around you, wherever you go, are butterflies. Now, there are some crazy occurrences with butterflies that have never happened before with people, like people walking down the block, and out of nowhere, butterflies are landing on them. Right. Right. Um, I have a very interesting. I have a, a porch, and in my house and me, the the and my family, the butterflies constantly coming to my porch. But I'm working with spirits all, all the, time. the time. There's nothing else drawing them in. But I get all these gorgeous monarch butterflies coming around. Uh, birds are the same thing. We look at birds. We love birds because they fly, they soar, and so that's another message, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the funny thing about the coins, when most people walk, they walk not looking straight ahead, looking down. Okay, so what better way to let your loved one know you're around by something they find from looking down? Because that's mm -hmm. all they're doing is walking, looking down. So everybody is always saying, oh, I'm f I find a penny by my car, by the car door. I open the car door, there's a penny right there. I come up to my house, there's a penny right there. And yes, and then come to find out that dad used to be a coin collector also and is trying to let their loved one 
one know by the coins that are around them. Those are synchronicities. They're not uh, coincidences. They are synchronicities. The fact that you find them, the fact that you're in the right place at the right time, those are all synchronicities. There's no such thing as coincidence or randomness in this universe. A final thought, Vincent Jenna, the Solutions Psychic. We can go to Vincent Jenna, G-E-N-N-A dot com. A final thought for our listeners today just to live a more connected life. It starts from within you. First of all, most people don't believe what they think they believe. Allow your true feelings about yourself to surface so that you can sculpt them, change them, redirect and reframe the thoughts about yourself. What you believe deep down in your deepest core of beliefs is exactly what you're going to manifest for yourself in your life, whether it's stuff you want to manifest or whether it's stuff you don't want to manifest. Change your inner core beliefs. You change your entire life, and it starts with your belief about yourself. Many of your listeners are going to say right now, oh, I believe in myself. Well, if you do, then everything that you have wanted should be manifesting. If it's not manifesting, then you don't believe what you think you believe. Go into that depth of you and find out what you're really believing about yourself so you can change it. Don't be afraid of it. Recognize it and realize that you are magnificent automatically because of where you come from. You come from a greater source. And because of that, you are unlimited and capable of achieving all you want in your life. But the healing starts from within, not on the outside of your world. So that's Vincent Jenna. He reminds me of some of my old Italian relatives. And let's just say there is no parent shaming here. When I think of the tears shed over kids with drug issues or kids with ADD issues, we can't put that all on parents. Life is tricky. But perhaps everybody needs to slow down a little bit and connect a little bit more. And perhaps we are all working together to grow in this lifetime. And if that's the case, we have to thank the people who break us wide open and bless them for their sacrifice to do so. And as for the coins, I just think it's the law of gravity. Coins fall out of pockets. But whenever I pick one up, I thank somebody. Our thought today is a mantra from Vincent Jenna, who says we should say several times a day, I love myself so much that I will do everything I can to make my life as great as it can be because I deserve it. Fake it if it feels weird on your tongue. I love myself so much that I will do everything I can to make my life as great as it can be because I deserve it, says Vincent Jenna. Find more at Casey.co and shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260 and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.